I am Daniel Guse and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years and today I have my special guest. She is the author of several books, no other than Miss Brecker Gatch. Hello, Miss Brecker. Hello there. So let's talk about uh, your children's book. Which one are we gonna talk about? <laughs> Whichever one you want. I, I could talk about I could talk about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk them in general because there's a lot of them. Uh, let's yes. do let's do the okay, let's stay safe. Let's stay oh, safe. Let's stay safe is and also um the book uh, talking about private places. Those are two books that I wrote to help prevent abuse of children. And Let's Stay Safe, it covers all kinds of safety guidelines for children. While um, talking about private places, it focuses specifically on the prevention of sexual abuse of children. And I wrote these books. Um, I was the um, coordinating a big brother, big sister program for about 20 years. And when, as a, as a big brother, big sister coordinator, you have to make sure to screen out perpetrators, people that want to be volunteer for the worst reasons. So I really became an expert in the field and I went to many conferences, workshops, and I read a lot of literature. So I was able to write these books, which have been very popular. I mean, so far, it's way more than 150,000 copies. Um, and children, children actually tell me that it's their favorite books, which is really surprising to me. I, 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 I loved writing these books and I know they're really important for children, but I did not expect them to be children's favorite books. And all I could say is that, I mean, the illustrations are very joyful and I write about difficult subjects in a, in a very calm and joyful way so that children can really absorb the guidelines. When you, when you, um, when you teach joyfully, children are able to, everybody's able to absorb things more. In fact, I learned that it takes like 400 repetitions to, to form a new habit, but it takes just 10 to 20 repetitions when it's done joyfully in order to create a new habit. So this is the way to really impact young children. And they've been loving the books and really absorbing the messages. Um, I, I, I have a book about like my background when I was at Harvard, even as an undergraduate, I took courses at the Graduate School of Public Health and Harvard Medical School. So I love public health. And 
I have a book about um, Let's Swim Safely, and that book is for toddlers. It's, it's a hardcover book because unfortunately, toddlers have the biggest drowning rates of all people. And I really wasn't aware of all these guidelines until I started researching it, that like um, drowning is uh, silent. This is something most people don't realize. No one's going to be calling for help when they're drowning. They're underwater. So it's really important that adults never be more than a hand, an arm's length away from any toddler at any time. Never take eyes off. Never be looking at a phone when <laughs> a child is in the water. Yeah, I, I, I've learned a lot through writing my books. And I love having just the ability to share it with so many people and, and save lives. Yeah. So Ms. Brecker, before we go on, let's do the recap of the book that we talked about last week, Nourish the Soul, Feeling the Emptiness Within. Yes, that book is the only book I wrote for adults. And that's because I didn't actually write it. I, I compiled it from my diary entries, my journals, my letters, and I filled in the missing pieces so that it's kind of a documentary that people can come along with me while watching me actually develop food addictions and then heal from them. It, it, it's, it's my journey um, in, in actual documented entries. So that's the only book for adults because all my other books are short and to the point and and they're books that get messages out to people early in life so so they don't they don't have to play catch up like the rest of us if if we can teach children skills about how to have a joyful life as early as possible then they have those skills for the rest of their lives and um so my books are all, all my books help all my children's books help children's souls to shine. And some of the books are about the body, because if we have healthy bodies, that's also part of helping your soul to shine. Like one of my books is Let's Stay Healthy. It explains to children why it's so important to, to eat healthy foods to exercise, to use good hygiene, and even to get enough sleep, because children don't understand why. And, and this actually explains it to children. So, so that's really important, too. That be awesome and interesting, Ms. Breaker. So every title of your children's book, there's a hidden meaning. Yeah. Uh, behind that. So let's start with let's stay safe. It's all about being safe from people that hurt children, right? Well, that's part of the book. The book is, it talks about all these basic normative safety measures. Don't run into the street. Don't go chasing a ball into the street. Don't open the door to anybody unless your parents say you could. But it also goes into the fact right in the middle of the book that it's not about stranger danger when it comes to molestation. 
children are usually molested by people they know well. In over 95% of the cases, it's not a question of strangers. Strangers can be harmful in other ways, but it's, it's molesters generally gain trust with the parents, with the children, and then they do harm. So we have to really teach children how to get away, how to say no. If, if somebody's giving a child excessive attention, they can still say no if they start being touched inappropriately or shown things that are inappropriate. They don't have to feel obligated to someone that gives them presents, takes them on outings, gives them candy. These are, it teaches children really important things that they need to know to be protected, how to be protected in life. Definitely, uh, Ms. Breka. And how about talking about personal privacy? Yes, this personal is privacy. It is only focused on that subject. It's a book that explains to you that you are empowered to say no. You have the right. Your body is yours. It's precious. Things that are precious are kept covered up and 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 and, and nobody has the right to see your body without your permission. And it, it really teaches children about that private things should remain private. Um, also, I want to mention that my newest book has a really funny title. It's called Don't Read This Book. And it's it took me 30 years to write this book called Don't Read This Book. I had the title. I had most of the book written. And during over 30 years, I kept working on it, but it wasn't ready until last year because I finally got the last piece of wisdom that, that comes out as a surprise ending in the book. And this is what it is. All of us, we all have a negative voice playing in our heads most of the time. In fact, 80% of our thoughts are negative. That's amazing. I just learned that recently. So how do we combat this? We have to develop our gratitude muscles. We have to really work hard. So here's how it goes. This negative voice in your head, it gets you, how does it get you miserable? All day long, it tries to get you to focus on what you're missing, what you're lacking in life. And it's really good at it. It comes in all kinds of different disguises all day long. So you don't exactly notice that it's doing the same kind of thing all day, trying to get you miserable. So what do you do? I'm teaching this to really young children so they have the power from the beginning of life. What you do is you recognize that. This book teaches you awareness of that voice, the inner critic. When you become aware of it, the minute you know that it's talking, it loses its power. Just like the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz, you throw water on it, you becoming aware that it's talking, throws water on it, it melts right away. 
it gives you back the power when you recognize it. So here's the surprise ending that I did not know about until recently. This is, this is all, it's not coming from my head. This is ancient mystical wisdom. And here it is, that voice in your head that says, don't read this book. It says, don't read this book because it's that voice talking. It doesn't want you to learn all its tricks. But here's the thing. At the end of the book, you realize it really did want you to read the book. It really does want you to know its tricks. Why? It's your personal trainer. It was put there just like a barbell so that you lift it off. When you lift it off, that's how you grow your gratitude muscles. Every time you push it away and say, oh no, I'm not gonna think about what I'm missing. I'm gonna think about all that I already have in my life, all the many blessings. Every time you do that, your gratitude muscles get stronger and stronger. That is the secret of this book. It's, it's a secret of life, which is so important. The earlier we learn it, the better. Yes, very well said, Ms. Raika. But we, before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening in Taiwan. Thank you, Taiwan, for supporting this podcast because in Taipei City, I got 93% audience share. Xiaoyi at 2%, Koshung at 2%, Tainan at 2%. Taochung City at 1%, and last but not the least, Changhua at 1%. Thank you, Taiwan, for supporting this podcast, because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world, like Miss Breaker Gets. So, Miss Breaker, writing children's books with meaning, what will be your long-term goal? Right. My long-term goal is to create more joy in the world, to spread joy by teaching young people as early as possible the happiness skills. The secret to happiness is gratitude. And in every one of my books, there are gratitude messages. In some they're more blatant. They're the main point of the book. In others, they're in there in a more subtle way. But every single book is filled with gratitude for living. And it, 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 it helps to instill that in young children. Definitely. So let's do one of your children's book. What do you see on Purim? What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's a specifically Jewish book, but um, I think I'm going to focus on more of the universal books because there's a lot of them. And one of them is I want to be famous. So many young children want to be famous. I wanted to be famous when I was little. So this boy becomes famous. How? The way anybody could nowadays, somebody takes a YouTube video of him doing something funny and he becomes so famous overnight and he's loving it. He's having a blast. And then just as quickly, somebody else does it even funnier. It's more ridiculous and he's not famous anymore. Nobody cares. 
So he's miserable until he realizes, wait a minute, I don't have to wait for the spotlight from outside. I have a spotlight inside of me. If I can get that spotlight shining, every day will be amazing. Every day will be my day. And that, again, is about the secret. It's about recognizing that we are all infinitely beautiful spiritual beings housed in these bodies, clothed in these bodies, but at our core, the real you is an infinitely beautiful spiritual being. And and that's the message of I want to be famous, that we don't have to be dependent on outside validation. We can experience gratitude for who we are and all the abundant gifts that each of us has, anybody listening right now, has an infinite amount of blessings in their life right now. It's just a question of opening our eyes to actually see it. Yes. And I want to be a famous too, Miss Brecca. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's great if you're famous, if you're doing something wonderful for the world, which you are spreading the light of so many writers getting their treasures out into the world, because that's really what this is. When I share about my books, I'm just revealing the treasures that are inside of them. And that that's what you're allowing so many people to do, allowing them to share their gifts with the world. To be famous for doing that is something wonderful, because fame and power and wealth, they don't bring happiness. But there's nothing wrong with those things as long as we're doing good things in the world with them and spreading joy. Definitely. So, Ms. Breka, let's talk about your children's book, uh, Let's Stay Pure. Oh, yeah. Let's Stay Pure. Children, young children can get so lost on social media. This is a book about keeping their souls pure fill their lives with so many natural things because that's what's getting lost nowadays. You know, we could spend our lives in front of a screen. I spend a lot of time in front of a screen. But how do we heal from that? By spending more time in nature, eating more natural foods, listening to music, being with people, doing kind things, these are the things that nourish our hungry souls. For sure, online, we could do positive things too. But to make sure we're doing all these positive things, keep a lot of the natural things in your life because those are the things that were designed with infinite intelligence and infinite love. Um, and another book I want to mention is Let's Appreciate Everyone. It's about, it teaches children that are, more, are not so neurodiverse about neurodiversity. It teaches about disabilities. And this is really important um, because children with disabilities are usually the loneliest children in the world. They're the children that don't get as many play dates. They don't get in, invited to as many parties. This teaches them that how it feels 
to to have a disability if they don't have one and it teaches empathy more understanding and also gives guidelines about how to interact because sometimes children that don't have disabilities don't interact with children that have the disabilities just because they don't know how no one's ever explained it to them so that's what my books do they explain with basic guidelines how to be more effective in interacting and one of the main things is this children naturally stare when they see a child with a visible disability and that's totally fine because they're curious but there's another five-letter word that begins with S, like stare, and that word is smile. If you add your smile while you're staring, it changes everything. It creates a bond between the child and the child with the disability so that they could form a friendship. They can make a connection. The smile is a bridge. It's a connection. So that's just one of the really important points in the book. It explains, um, like if you meet someone in a wheelchair, sit down next to them so you're on the same level. If you meet someone, another child who's blind, say your name, introduce yourself. When you're leaving, say, I'm going now. Let them know because otherwise they may not know these things. Let them feel comfortable. If you meet someone, who is deaf, speak very slowly so they can read your lips. Also, you can draw pictures for them. You can write notes if a child knows how to write. There are so many ways. And you could learn sign language. That's another wonderful thing for children to learn. So that's one. And there's one more book I want to tell you about. Is that okay right now? Yes, go ahead, Miss Rebecca. It's called The Invisible Book. This is a book that people will say, oh, I mean, I'm not, I don't believe in God. I don't believe I'm a soul because it's invisible. Prove it to me. Let me see it. I only believe in what I see. So the book explains to young children, what do we believe in that we don't see? Do magnets pick up paper clips? It's something invisible called electromagnetism. I'm dropping this book right now. It's gravity. It's invisible gravity. We let go of the book and it falls to the earth. Invisible gravity. Time is invisible. Our feelings are invisible. Our thoughts are invisible. There is so much we believe in that's invisible. So it's not that hard to believe we too are invisible. The most important part of us is invisible and that's our soul. So I'm explaining to children in really basic ways, all kinds of things designed to help children's souls shine as much as they possibly can. <laughs> wow. Interesting, Ms. Brecker. I hope 
more books to come, okay? Children's books that will enlighten, that will nurture, to empower, to become a better in their future. Before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Food 101, on our third season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chefs in one of the best restaurants in downtown Toronto. And listen to our latest episode. We talk about truffles, truffles, people, one of the best expensive ingredients. One more, our books are out, not only one, but eight volumes, people. Food 101, volume one, basics. Up to eight is all the things you need, how to create a delicious food available on Amazon and leading online bookstores worldwide. Can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. You're all invited. And if you don't want to buy the books, you can order them through your libraries. What's important is to get the messages out into the world. We all need more joy in this world. Spread the joy. Teach children happiness skills from the very beginning of life. Definitely, people. Let's support Miss Breika. Because if you support her, more more books to come. Let's start uh, teaching our children the basic things that they need so that they will be better, bolder when they grow up. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's another B. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And Lisa knows thank you for my latest score of 26 and belong to 10% popular show globally. Thank you so much. And Feedspot, thank you for being the number seven best art book podcast need to be followed this 2023. Thank you so much. So, Miss Breaker, thank you for your time. What a pleasure to be with you. You're terrific. Thank you. Morgan, people, see you soon.